0: You're like inside of my soul right now. (laughs) Do you just blow people's minds? Like, is this part of your job?
1: Yeah, I sometimes forget because I've been studying it for so long, like how crazy
0: it is. It's so cool. Okay, keep going. I'm dying. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. Over the last year, I've really felt myself opening up to new ways of learning and understanding who I am and what my true purpose is. I've always been a fan of things like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs that helps you connect with who you are and how that impacts how you show up in this life. But beyond those personality assessments, I found myself seeking out new experiences like this, and it's why I reached out to Natalie Wallstein from Soulshine Astrology. Natalie is a personal career astrologer, and she helps her clients navigate uncertainty with her crystal clear astrological insight. She can help you find your true calling so that you can show up, create, and passionately pursue what you're meant to do. In this conversation, Natalie will take skeptics to task on the power of astrology and walk through key terms and concepts so we all have a better understanding of what a reading can really tell us. I'm so excited because Natalie prepared a reading for me, so we'll go through that together on air. Ready to look to the sun, moon, and planets and understand where the universe is leading you? Here she is, Natalie Wallstein. Natalie, I am so, so thrilled that you are coming on the show today. I told you I was just so excited about this opportunity to chat with you. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the Gold Digger Podcast.
1: Thank you so much
0: for having me. Yes. You know, I was telling you that I found an interview that you did from years ago and I was randomly listening to different podcasts and I like right away slid into your DMs because I was like, I am so fascinated by you and what you do. And I loved, loved, loved learning from you. And so it's such a gift to get to have this conversation and for me to pick your brain now in the here and now that we live in. So I'm just super, super thrilled. So First things first, I want for you to paint a picture of your career path up to this point. What led you to the world of astrological counseling and business coaching? It is such a cool title and I want to hear more.
1: Yes. So I always hated working for other people. And yeah, you can probably relate. And I knew that I wanted to do something that combined art, business, and computer since I was probably eight years old, but I didn't know what things like graphic design were yet. But I was like, yeah, I want people to pay me to make pretty things for them. So that's what I did. I went to art school. I started my own design studio. I ended up specializing in branding design, web design and I also designed a magazine for the Female Entrepreneur Association. So naturally I began to attract a lot of female entrepreneurs to work with me. And it was super fun and really empowering to help these women, you know, quit their jobs and do what they love. But I saw how confused a lot of them were about their brand and what their mission was and how they should show up. And a lot of times their businesses didn't end up lasting because even though I designed these pretty graphics for them, at their core, they were really unclear about their direction, or maybe they were even starting the wrong business to begin with. So, because of all of that, I started to feel really disillusioned by being a graphic designer. Five years in, by the time I was 25, I was like ready to retire, <laughs> which is crazy. I was just like starting to fall out of love with the work that I had been doing almost my whole life up until that point. And it was the weirdest feeling to be outgrowing something that I'd been doing for so long. And my identity had gotten so wrapped up in it, which I think happens to us a lot with our careers. Yes, yes. So I didn't know who I was anymore, what I was doing with my life. And I ended up moving to Hawaii in 2015 just to try to make life feel magical again and just get re-inspired and try to figure out my next steps. And I moved to the Big Island because it was the cheapest island. And that's where I moved initially. I live on Oahu now, but I didn't know it. But the Big Island is where they take pictures of space. Like the NASA telescope Mm -hmm. is there. And you don't even really need a telescope to see how incredible the stars are. So I was feeling really captivated by being surrounded by nature. I lived in a treehouse in the jungle. It's pretty awesome. But... I still didn't know what I was doing in my career. So a really funny thing happened. I had three design clients hire me to design a moon tracker all in the same month, which was wow. really weird. All different kinds of businesses. And from their work, I learned more about the moon and astrology. And it ended up like opening up everything for me. Wow. I took an astrology class. I learned that I was actually meant to be helping people on a deeper spiritual level. I was like, whoa. So cool. But I didn't know how to do that. So I was like, oh, am I supposed to be psychic? Am I supposed to do like Akashic records, tarot? Like I didn't know. And then, duh, I was using astrology to help me with my career. And I realized I could help other people do the same. And that's what I've been doing ever since.
0: Wow. I love that story so much. And it's just so incredible how doors open and things are revealed and curiosities kind of pop into our lives. And I just love that you kind of kept leaning into those things, even though you weren't totally sure where they would lead.
1: Yes, exactly. And it's so funny looking back now. It's so obvious. I didn't know that I could be an astrologer, but I was always like instead of studying for midterms, I was like compiling a library of astrological (laughs) interpretations. (laughs) Like nobody does that. I mean, maybe they do now, but yeah, it was pretty clear that. that I was supposed to do this all along.
0: Oh, that is so cool. And I think too, it's such a great reminder for people because I don't know about you, but I'm sure in the business coaching side of what you do, you'll encounter people who are like, I don't know what my passion is. I don't know what I'm curious about. But then they're the same people who are, you know, scouring the Internet for forums on a certain topic or that could riff for like 30 minutes straight about something so random, but so fascinating. And you're like, you're sitting right on top of it. Like it's right there for you.
1: Yes, there's so many limiting beliefs. And I honestly yes. think that's my real job is to help you break out of your beliefs that you had about what a career is supposed to be, look like, feel like, how hard you're supposed to work. All of those things can be up to you, which is really exciting.
0: Yes. Okay, tie it together for me, how the astrology plays into the business coaching, because what you do is very, very specific and wildly unique. Yeah, so basically, I think the first
1: place to start with astrology would be to learn your chart and what it says you're here to do. You know, that's how what I wish I had for my graphic design clients a few years ago, although I'm glad I'm not doing that (laughs) anymore. But, you know, just knowing that you're here for so much more than you think you are, our human perspective of our potential is so limited compared to what we're really capable of because we can only draw upon our past, really, when we're planning our future. So I feel like it really just helps you connect with that higher mission for your life. And then you can tie that into the actions that you take in your business so that everything's feeling really aligned for you and you're feeling excited. So we start there, but you can really help you with any aspect of your business from branding to marketing, colors to use, things to talk about, ways of working with people. So it's just really powerful in so many different ways.
0: It's so cool because it is kind of connected in a way to like your design background as well, where it's like you're designing your business, you're designing your life, and you have this information that is helping you kind of, you know, carve your own path and go in the right direction. I love that. Totally.
1: And I went to school to learn how to explain information to people in a way that was easy (laughs) for
0: them to understand. So it was the perfect education. That is so cool. Okay. So I need to know, because even when I talk about like astrology, there are skeptics. Did you encounter skepticism or criticism about what you do? And if you did, how did you navigate that? I definitely did initially.
1: I was really scared to tell my family that I was studying to become an astrologer, But I ended up reading all of their charts and they loved it and thought it was fascinating. My dad even cried. I was like, okay, this is amazing. (laughs) So they don't question it anymore at all. And I'm definitely the go-to person for all my friends when they have career questions and things like that. But random people on the street definitely don't seem to understand what I do very much. It doesn't really bother me because I know how powerful it is. I've helped thousands of people using it. So I know that if they gave me their birth details, they would become a believer.
0: (laughs) I love this. Give me like an overview of just astrology as a whole for somebody that has never really, you know, examined this or looked into this or understood it. What does it entail?
1: Yes, that's such a big question. But I think the idea (laughs) is that the energy of the stars reflects our personality and who we are and what's going to happen. And I don't know why that is. Like, I don't really fully understand how it works. It's sort of like woven into the fabric of the universe type deal. But essentially, there's like three main areas of your chart that you combine to come up with an interpretation about who you are, what's best for you. There's the zodiac signs, which most of us are familiar with, like Aries, Taurus, and Gemini. And those represent the different zones of the sky that the planets can be in. There are 12 zones and 12 signs. So if you say that you're a Cancer, what you're really saying is that the Sun was in the zone of Cancer when you were born. Mm. And each of the signs has its own behaviors and reactions. You probably, most of us are kind of familiar with that. Then there's planets and asteroids and those all symbolize different aspects of our personalities. Like the sun is how you express yourself the best. The moon is how you process your emotions Mercury is your mindset and what you like to think about and talk about. Venus is what you value. And there's just so many different aspects. And then there's the houses, which is probably like the third main thing to know about. And houses are representing the different areas of life that we're always trying to balance down here on Earth. Like your appearance, your goals, communicating and sharing ideas clearly, your home and family, your creativity, your health, relationships, business, money, learning, career, community, higher purpose. These three things, when you combine them together from your chart, you can find out anything about
0: yourself. Mm, You are so good at explaining these things. I just have to commend you on that. And I think what's so intriguing about it is that it's information that can just help us and guide us. And, you know, there's so many different things. There's like an emotional intelligence assessment. There's the Enneagram. There's so many different things. And I feel like as humans, we're curious to learn more about why we are the way we are or why we function in a certain way or why we react or what our emotions look like. And so I'm just like so, so intrigued by this and by what you do. And I think it's just so exciting. Yes. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash digger, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So we prepared for a reading ahead of this interview and I promise you I did not search a single thing. I didn't download any apps. I didn't type in my birth chart. Because I just want to be with you and do this. So I am so excited to learn what you've learned about me through my birth chart.
1: Yay. So excited. Have you never had a (laughs) read before?
0: Never. Never. This is going to be so fun.
1: (laughs) Amazing. So I obviously read the chart from a career perspective. So I'll kind of be leaning in that direction. But your son is in Aries in your 11th house of community and friendship. So what that means is that you express yourself the best when you're firing up your community to take action and get excited about pursuing their passions. Yes,
0: <laughs> that's what this podcast is.
1: <laughs> exactly. And with Aries, it's like all about always keeping it fresh and interesting. So you need to be excited about something first. And then you it's sort of like contagious, your enthusiasm for things. And then it spreads to your all the people that listen and follow your work. Oh, I love this. And then your moon sign is in Capricorn in your eighth house of business and finance and shadow work. So this is really interesting because Aries and Capricorn are kind of like the main two coach signs I see for people who do coaching. And Capricorn for you with your moon there is like you love to have a plan. You love to have like this master plan where You've thought about every detail (laughs) and you're really willing to do the research and analyze the data of what works and what doesn't. And you're really trying to like work smarter rather than harder in everything you do.
0: Oh, my gosh. You're blowing my mind, Natalie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you actually have four
1: planets in that area. So it's very strong for you, not only for yourself, like you want to make sure you're reaching your goals, but also you're really good at helping other people like strategize and analyze what's going to work for them too. So cool. Yes. And you even have Saturn aligned with your moon, which is very pretty rare. Like I haven't seen it a lot. Saturn is the planet of discipline. So you love being disciplined. And yes, really, it just, it's Saturn rules over Capricorn. So it's a similar meaning of just having it in Capricorn, but it really pushes it to the next level. Like you are definitely an overachiever and you like the way it feels to get things done. It's so satisfying.
0: Oh my gosh. So funny. We've literally been talking on my team about like planning and systems and all the things. And we love to work ahead so that we can just like show up in the best way possible. So yes, yes, yes. I love that. Yes.
1: And then your rising sign is your identity. And it's basically the self you show to the world And your rising sign is Gemini. It's also the work that you're physically meant to do for a living. So as a Gemini rising, you're literally just a messenger. You're just here to spread ideas and messages very freely. And really, you're a resource. So that means that the ideas don't have to start from you. You're just like gathering what you've learned and putting it into a package with your personality and your spin on things. And that's all you need to do is just talk and share what's on your mind. I love that. Yes. And then your career line is in Aquarius. So, the way that you're meant to do this job of spreading ideas or the desired outcome of your work is to shake up the status quo because Aquarius is about like spreading a revolution and helping people move forward into the future in a better, faster way with new techniques and new resources that, you know, getting rid of the old way of doing things and starting a new paradigm.
0: I, like, feel like you're, like, inside of my soul right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you just blow people's minds? Like, is this part of your job?
1: Yeah. I sometimes forget because I've been studying it for so long, like, how
0: crazy it is. (laughs) It's so cool. Okay, keep going. I'm dying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's so much more to your chart. I'm just going to kind of pick out a couple things because, like, readings can be very long. Yes, but that's One perfect. thing that's really fascinating to me is you have this asteroid called Chiron in your first house of identity. And Chiron is basically, like, your greatest wound or insecurity. And it's in your zone of, like, being a leader, And usually when we start off working on our greatest wound, we're sort of debilitated by it. But the more you like lean into your fear and overcome it, the more you can heal others through your presence. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like you struggling with your own self-worth and who you are has allowed you to help heal other people and help them feel more confident sharing their voice and showing up as the real them just from Mm -hmm. seeing you share your vulnerabilities and insecurities and things like that.
0: I love that so much.
1: Yes. And then one of my favorite planets is Jupiter. Jupiter is the planet of growth and abundance. It's in Taurus for you in your 12th house of spirituality and higher purpose. So you get the most excited when you can help people tap into their greater vision for what they want for their life and make them feel secure in the fact that they can have it and grounded Mm. and supported in going towards what really matters to them besides just work and money and success. But like, what are your true values? And that's what really excites you about your work.
0: Yep. (laughs) Oh, Natalie.
1: (laughs) And you have your Jupiter right next to a really cool asteroid called Midas. And Midas is this asteroid that basically shows how you can make money the easiest. Like it just comes really naturally to you And it's by like sharing your connection to finding your purpose and what makes you feel like life is meaningful and magical and, you know, helping people feel grounded in that. So doing all the things you love is how you make the most money, which is amazing. The coolest.
0: The best.
1: Yes, totally. And also, there's I could go forever, but...
0: (laughs) There's
1: so many points, but Pluto is a really awesome planet to look at too. Pluto is the planet of rebirth and renewal and transformation. And on your chart, it shows how you can make the biggest difference in other people's lives. So it's very juicy. And for you, it's in Scorpio, in your sixth house of daily work and wellness. So you can make the biggest difference for people in their lives by helping them transform the way they work and live and move throughout their daily schedule and helping them Mm -hmm. see there's a better way and they don't have to struggle or suffer and to examine their fears or beliefs that make them think that they have to and just
0: start a whole new paradigm once again. Wow what do people do with this information? Like my mind is already just blown and I know we are only skimming the surface. What do people do with this information? Because I'm like sitting here like, I want to write every single thing down. And then what? Mm -hmm. Great
1: question. So it's always good to come to the chart with an intention. So first of all, most people are aligned, I would say but sometimes you're not. So a lot of it would be listening to where you're not doing the things that you could be doing. I would say you're very like well on your path. And there is a time when we are more clear and when we're not. So sometimes there's a session and they're like, what am I supposed to do? This is crazy. (laughs) So it's not always like that, but there, I mean, it resonates, but you're sort of like, whoa, that's bigger than I was planning to do this year. Um, So that's part of it. (laughs) And I think, you know, I, that's why I like combining astrology with coaching, because I yeah. like you to be able to do something with it and integrate it into your life. You know, I work with a lot of beginning business owners where you have to decide everything. Like you don't yes. even know what your offerings are or what to charge. So it can just help so much in nailing those things down. So you don't just sit there and like analysis paralysis, but you can actually get started and get going because that's how you're going to learn the most.
0: What is it like when you are working with these entrepreneurs? Do you find that you are kind of just giving them the guiding information and they probably already have these ideas or passions living within them, but you're almost like a permission grantor in some ways? Totally. Yeah.
1: It's really all about validation and giving you permission to do what you really want to do. Like, secretly, that's all I'm doing. Like, whatever you want (laughs) to do, I'm going to cheer you on because you want to do that for a reason. Like, you almost don't even need astrology because you could just follow what you're excited about because your chart is always going to reflect that.
0: So, does somebody's chart? So, everyone has a birth chart because I know you had asked. So, walk me through what you need to unlock or to like discover your birth chart. And does that mean that every person's is different unless you were born? Well, I guess is everybody's different?
1: Basically. So you just need your date, time and location of birth. And that's literally it. And it unlocks everything. But, you know, if there's twins, a lot of times they're born like within the same minute or two. So they might have the same chart. And that's a really good reminder that there's more to life than just like the stars affecting you. There's like nurture versus nature, how you grew up, how you see the world, experiences you've had past lives and things like that, too. Yeah,
0: that's so cool. I know because it's so... Cool to think about that we all have kind of these different poles and things and the ways that it influences. Where, if somebody's listening to this episode and they've like never even thought about astrology or looked into it, where do you suggest someone begin?
1: Mm, Yeah, I would say to maybe get a reading. You can like work with astrology on a daily basis and that's powerful, but I would say the most powerful thing to do would be to talk to someone who already knows it because it is quite complicated and it's a different way of thinking. So you can try to learn it on your own, but it's kind of nice just to like get the story from someone and then move on with your life. I think unless this is your passion and you really want to learn all the ins and outs, which I do have a course for if you're interested in
0: that. I need to know, okay, so we each have our birth charts, but then how does astrology play a life for like our collective existence on earth? There are things like Mercury retrograde or different. I was, I watch your Sundays, soul shine Sundays. Is that right? And I watch your Sundays lives and you kind of talk about in a more general sense. So can you walk me through astrology from that standpoint on how it kind of impacts us as a whole? Yes, I would say there
1: are two branches of astrology. There's learning about yourself, and then there's working with the energy in the moment. So just like the planets were in a certain place when we were born, they're always moving. And so we can look at where they are now to understand what we're currently valuing as a collective, what we're feeling pressured to work on. So we're actually a lot more connected than we realize because we're affected by Similar energies which move and change. And like even things like the pandemic, like that is in the stars. Like every time those two planets have aligned, Jupiter and Pluto, there has been something like a pandemic. So it's crazy that we can predict these things. But it also brings you a lot of, I think it brings me peace because it's like, oh, there is a plan. It's not just chaos down here. Like there's a reason for it all, which is comforting.
0: So I have to know. I always tease one of my team members. She's amazing. And anytime Mercury retrograde is going on and like something breaks online or something goes wrong, we blame it on Mercury retrograde. What are your thoughts?
1: Yes, it is totally (laughs) cool to blame Mercury retrograde because it's very real, you guys. (laughs) It's so real it's like three or four times a year that Mercury will appear to go backwards in the sky. And Mercury rules over technology, transportation, our ideas, our mindset, our plans. And these are things we really rely on in this like patriarchal success oriented (laughs) society. So it kind of trips us up, but it's very valuable because it allows us to slow down and go within and check in with ourselves. Like, is this really a good plan for me? Because we can get... So caught up in like, I have to do it this way or it must be done this way. And then all of a sudden your plumbing is breaking and you can't work on that project and you have to take a step back. That's what happened to me this last one. Like all my plumbing (laughs) broke over and over, even after it got fixed. So it's just like a pause button. And I think when you look at it that way, it's less scary. It's more like, oh, good. I should take time off and not be ramping up. And sometimes we can't help that. But if you can plan ahead, you'll feel so much better.
0: Okay. So tell me about this because I'm like so intrigued. So how do you use your astrology chart or like the collective astrology, what's happening to know when you should like rest, when you should hustle, when you should launch, or like when you should avoid all of that and just like hit the pause button. How do you do that? How do you use astrology in that way?
1: Yeah, so for your energy levels, a really good way to work with that is with the moon. Like we can just look up at the sky and see the moon. So when the moon is growing in light, that means we're meant to be ramping up and working hard and like going after our goals. And then when the moon is fading, aka waning, that's when we're meant to like release, let go, reflect and I notice a lot of times I'll get really tired when the moon's like really dark and it's fading and it's like, you're not going to have the chutzpah to to keep going. So it's like, instead of fighting against nature, like the moon is like kind of a powerful force. So how about we try not to like go up against it and we flow with it. And then the other side of things is With our own unique astrology chart, you can look at where the planets are in the sky now and how they're affecting or activating different parts of your life. And that can help you plan things like launches because there are certain times of the year when you're more creative, when you want to work harder, when you want to stay home more. Like for you, the sun is in your sixth house of daily work and wellness, which is all about strategizing your schedule and finding ways to get more organized and editing things out that aren't going to take you where you want to be.
0: Well, we should figure out when I'm going to launch something next so that now the listeners will be like, hey, Natalie told Jenna and here she is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not only about your chart, though, because you also want to look at the collective chart because there's certain times of the year that people are more interested in working on different things, too.
0: Oh my gosh, you're blowing my mind. You're blowing my mind. Is this how some people can say like your best days to launch are the 9th, the 17th, and the 25th or things like that? Does that come from astrology?
1: It can. Yep. I'm sure you could do that with numerology too.
0: I've got to do a lot of research, Natalie. No, you don't. I love this. I want to talk to you about your business because one of the things that I think is so interesting and just from following you for the last few months is, like I said, the interview that I listened to was from years ago. And so I'm curious, how has your business changed and transformed? Something tells me that you went from a ton of like one-on-one consulting into more of like the courses and being able to help more people and impact more people without expending your energy. Can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Yes, it has transformed so much. And I think that's a good thing for everyone to keep in mind is your calling can change and evolve over time. So I found after that interview you're talking about, I ended up getting so booked out and I realized I was like giving a lot of the same advice to people. Yeah, And I wanted to be able to help more people, but I was getting really burnt out. So that's why I've kind of switched to more of a course model. I'm releasing a book next year. I'm so, launching a community next year as well. And just trying to make it more accessible too, because like I'm trying to start a revolution here, people like break yes. out of your nine to five. If you're not loving it, you're meant for so much more. Like I just want to like shout it from the rooftop. So I'm trying to do that how I Same system. Can.
0: Yes, same. So what has it looked like as you've kind of transformed your whole business model? And how has that changed your life?
1: Mm, Yeah, you know, I think I fall into something that a lot of us do, which is like, you must work harder, you must do more. And I have a lot of Capricorn in my chart, which is the sign that's like very serious about their goals. So I've been like, it's been tricky for me to practice what I preach. Sounds funny, but I'm like, align with the cosmos, (laughs) blow with the moon. And then I'm over here hustling (laughs) and not even reflecting on my own life. So I've really had to like wake up to that fact and really try to not just strategize things around money, but like time and relaxation. And those yeah. are where the best ideas come from when you let yes. yourself flow.
0: Yes. I think that is literally so many leaders that I know, the things that come out of their mouths, the things that I say are the things that we usually need to hear the most. Like yes. we're preaching to ourselves first. We're mothering ourselves in a way. And I think that it's so powerful. Does your knowledge around astrology does it ever play tricks on you where you're like oh i know why i'm acting this way or like does it ever get inside of your head when you are you know experiencing a hardship or walking through something or does it give you peace like you said it definitely
1: gives me peace but i'm just like everyone else like i will forget <laughs> the horoscope i wrote for everyone else and everyone <laughs> else is on board and i'm like oh yeah i forgot about that <laughs> So I definitely try to be more careful, but it's cool because you, anytime you can like question and look it up if you have the knowledge and yeah, it really helps me like know what to do with how I'm feeling and know when it will end too is the best part. Yes.
0: Yes, yes. So I want to know, you kind of brought this up in passing, but seeing what 2020 has brought us and just all the, quote, unprecedented times, I feel like we've never heard that word used more than we did in 2020. Can you give us any sort of predictions or any indication of 2021 and anything that we might be excited or hope-filled or cautiously optimistic towards?
1: Yes, yeah, so there's a big push for the Aquarian Age to be coming in. I'm sure we a lot of us have heard like this is the dawning of the Age of yes. Peace. I'm not a singer, but you guys know that song, I'm <laughs> sure. And that's what's happening is Jupiter is the planet of growth and abundance, and that is moving into Aquarius at the end of December. It'll be there for most of 2021, and Saturn's also moving into Aquarius, which is the planet of just dis- discipline and like hard work so it's it's weird to have them together right it's like fun and hard work (laughs) but they're both going to be in Aquarius which is all about innovations and revolutions Mm -hmm. and equality and community so that's Mm -hmm. actually part of why I'm launching a community is that's like gonna be all the rage everybody like bringing people together with individual needs and wants and desires and catering to the individuality of each person and kind of like niching down a little bit more but also like being inclusive and yeah. being aware of what people actually need and not just what you want to create, but meshing the two together.
0: Ooh, that is actually very exciting. And I feel like very, a good follow-up for what 2020 has been and revealed. It feels like it's the next right direction. I'm hopeful. Yeah.
1: Definitely. We've been breaking down all the things that aren't working and then we'll be a lot more solution focused next year in 2021. Amazing.
0: What are you excited about for the new year? You've hinted at some of the things going on. What is kind of lighting you up these days?
1: Yes, I think I really realized that people like it's so powerful to know your birth information and it's such a good place to start and make sure you're aligned. But people kind of need like a constant reminder, I think, to get aligned. So that's why I'm really excited about my community because there's like daily emails that go out to give you a little pep talk on like how not to freak out about the energy <laughs> and also use it really productively in your work. I always like to bring it back to like, what can you do about this? Yeah. And not just like, you know, oh, no, Mercury retrograde. Let's go and <laughs> Everything hide. Everything is breaking. <laughs> but like, let's work with it and use it and honor it and maybe even get excited about it.
0: What did 2020 reveal for you, if anything? It was a year that was so eye-opening for so many people. Is there anything you want to share about your 2020?
1: Oh my gosh, yes. It really goes back to the idea of like, I think we get so caught up in achieving more and doing more and being more. And that's not working for me anymore. So I've really like been questioning like the beliefs that have been kind of imprinted on us from society because like a lot of people lost their jobs and those are supposed to be secure. And it just really goes to show the old way isn't working. And I've just really been leaning into a more feminine flow, having more white space, room to download ideas. And that's really what I'm working on. Thanks to this year's wake up call.
0: Yes, I think that is so beautiful. And I think that is so true for so many people. My last question for you, Natalie, is have you seen any changes in perception or a spike in interest in what you do this year? How did 2020 affect your business and what you do?
1: Yeah, definitely. People are really craving this information and needing it more than ever. So I've definitely noticed like even old friends, they'll message me and ask me for a reading. I'm like, you're into astrology. This is so cool. (laughs) So people are definitely really open minded. And I think it's because we're realizing the old way doesn't work.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. Natalie, this was so incredible. Thank you so much for coming on the show, for doing a reading for me. I know that you only skimmed the surface, but what you shared is so affirming and just so exciting to me. Where can everybody find you and connect with you and learn more about what you do and join your community?
1: Yes, you can find me at soulshineastrology.com or on Instagram at soulshineastrology. And I also have a podcast called The Cosmic Calling where we can hang out a lot more and I can share a lot more things about astrology with you if this piqued your interest.
0: Thank you so very much for your time and your talent and your knowledge. This was so much fun. Yes, thank you so much. That was so much fun. And I am just ready to dig even deeper into my astrological chart. I've had so much fun following Natalie online, learning more about what she does and what's at play in our universe and the energy that we might be feeling as a collective and how that impacts our decisions and our timing moving forward. I also just love how Natalie shared about how this curiosity kind of brought out this new passion within her, something that might have been within her all along, but that she needed permission to pursue. How her job is really just helping people to unlock the big dreams on their hearts and letting them know that, yes, they can move forward. I am so excited to continue digging into the stars and the moons and all the things that make up our own charts. And I am even more excited about 2021 after what Natalie revealed is coming sounds like a great opportunity for us to take a collective deep breath and start rebuilding together. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Gold Digger Podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of The Gold Digger Podcast.